Hey everyone, this is Seth Unger. And this is Jack Newell. And we're the co-creators of the Wabash Lights. And this is podcast number two. We made it to two. We made it to two, which is pretty exciting. Yeah. What are we going to talk about today, Jack? Here's my question, Seth. Yeah. Why aren't the lights on? Where are my lights? That's a good question. Where are... My lights. Last time we were we were here on the mic, uh, we kind of said, "Hey, by Thanksgiving they're going to be up," and then uh, they're yeah, they're so not up. Yeah. What, what what happened? Seth? A lot of people have kind of emailed us and said, "What's going on, you guys? Where are they? Am I missing something? You're not missing something." Uh, I will say for the record, we did say Thanksgiving was not a legally binding statement. We did. It was what we were we shooting. We protected for. our neck, and right. uh, yeah, essentially, you know, we're we're. we're in the process of scheduling a lot of labor, there's a lot of moving parts and pieces, working really closely with the city, and the city has some rules around when construction on city government property can and can't happen. Right. And they essentially said um, in the couple of weeks leading up to Thanksgiving through Christmas, I guess, there was a moratorium on work. Is that is that fair? Is that right? Yeah. So the city of Chicago uh, basically a blanket moratorium on anything that's going to block any sidewalks any streets or anything anything that impedes you getting your christmas presents not happening so there are exceptions you can apply for but those are expensive and time consuming and we just don't have the resources to do that so that means that the moratorium affects us um, and by time we were kind of able to really get everyone like lined up and ready to go the moratorium was in effect and so we have to wait but really we're only waiting until the beginning of the year so we're now this is not legally binding, shooting for the uh, first week in January for installation. So uh, I think that it's it's fairly safe to say in a, le- in a, in a less than legally binding way that January 2016, uh, yeah. w- the beta test is, is, is going up. One of the things that like when you're essentially working on a very small budget and asking people to do you favors a lot of the time, you kind of ha- – this happens in independent film a lot. You kind of get pushed – to like when is when it can happen. So you know, a you're lot saying of, we're low priority. Yeah, we're low priority, yeah. and I think, but the low priority with we, a lot of excitement from the, yeah. the, the partners that we absolutely. Have. Yeah. But there's also like you gotta you gotta make things happen, and like on the Venn diagram of fast, cheap, good, we want to do cheap and good, not fast and cheap, or because we're not right. cheap. Cheap might be the wrong word, but we I just, just don't I feel have. Like you're using fuzzy logic to make me agree <laughs> to something that I haven't fully. You, process you mentally, just yeah, legally <laughs> binded yourself to that. that Thank you that for analogy. drawing a Venn diagram uh, here while while you were discussing Venn diagrams. I'm a filmmaker. I made short films. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think visually. Um, yeah, no one in the. It, I was hoping that people while listening along were also drawing their own Venn diagram. Yeah, and we can compare Venn diagrams later. Yeah. Probably not. So what else is what else we need to talk about today? What else is news? I know nothing. Uh, that's it. That's. That's, kind, that's kind of it, but we what we do have three other things oh, on, right. on our three agenda here. The paper, hold on. Yeah, our, this our, paper here. Our, our, Ira Glass paper. Ira Glass Memorial paper. So yeah, we had some cool news lately that came, that we came up on our Facebook page. If you aren't already liking us on Facebook, now is the time before it's cool to get on it. Yeah, we were featured on the blog, the popular blog Gizmodo, in an article that was kind of about uh, the transformation of underpasses in, in urban spaces. And so yeah. that was really nice. Did you read the comments? I didn't. What? I always read the comments. And? That's oh, the there's just idea. so many. Yeah, it is the worst. It, there's just always so many trolls. But in mm-hmm. in this case, I think Gizmodo readers are in, intelligent 
people. There, people will always kind of be like, "This one sucks" or "That one was cool." And I felt like we had there were more people than not that were kind of like trashing the other ideas, but they were like, "But the Wabash thing seems cool." cool. So that was um, that was interesting. But oh, commenters, internet commenters, just rub me the wrong way. Yeah, it's yeah. Well, of course, I think that's that's. That's the thing, right? Actually, they want me to say that, so I'm gonna like yeah. let's edit this. I and love. Be like, I love to hear the hate. I love the hate that we get from internet commenters. It's my favorite thing. Keep it up. Okay, so what's going on? So we we had this Gizmodo thing, and um, apparently the lights aren't going up this year. What's the plan now? So the plan now, like we said, is to put them up in early January. We're having ideally a site visit um, in the next week or so. Um, a kind of the final site visit so that everyone is on board and that means that CDOT, CTA, ILC, Aldridge, Orin, us, we're all going to get together and like walk through and say like, okay, here is, this is where this is going to go. CDOT is doing some work for us um, that we're paying for and then we're doing the rest essentially as a private entity. Um, we have to kind of figure out like where exactly are the junction boxes happening, where does C- CDOT's work end and our work begin. Um, kind of these like really, again, boring but important logistics about how does this, how does this thing happen. Um, and so once that final site visit happens, really, it's just the, the, t- the clock is ticking and, and the, the installation is going to happen. So Well put. I think we'll be try- trying to tweet about that a little bit and sending out some photos and stuff like that when the site visit happens. So c- keep an eye out for that. Yeah, I think for the folks that are kind of um, saying, hey, when's the installation happening? If you have liked us on Facebook, followed us on Twitter, Instagram, are on our mailing list, you'll know when yeah. it's going to happen. We're going to be... Uh, it'll- It'll give us a reason to, to tweet, an excuse to tweet again and put that information out there. Okay, and so the fourth update, the final thing we kind of really have to talk about here today is um, about fundraising and kind of where we're we at with fundraising. So, money. So money, um, money thing. So uh, where are we at right now with fundraising? So we uh, made a really uh, important step. We, we hired a director of development for the project, and this person is going to help us uh, with, with, with corporate development, corporate sponsorships. And so what we're looking for now are kind of who are going to be these 10 founding partners that kind of come in with a good, strong donation that will allow us to kind of form these early partnerships um, that will get us over that hump so that we can, uh, shortly after the beta test goes up, be able to say, hey, this thing is going to happen with the help of the great folks from Tide Stain Stick. And uh, yeah, so we have, we're looking for these 10 founding partners and the idea here is to find companies that are either global with headquarters in Chicago or local businesses that are that have headquarters in Chicago um, who want to come on and understand what we're trying to do here. I think some people out there might hear that we're going for corporate and get a little bit skeezed out by that and be like, oh, is this going to turn to a giant advertisement for Tide Stain Stick? And the answer is no. I think what we're trying to do is find partners in that understand that this is a piece of art, and they will we will approach them like that, and they will then give in a way, and the agreement will be based upon them just kind of supporting us without necessarily having it to have their name plastered over everything. Right. Like, yeah, we want to find partners that uh, kind of have the same uh, corporate values as. We have, although I don't know, we don't have corporate values, but like (laughs) our project is really about transforming the world of public art, um, disrupting kind of the the norms and inclusiveness, bringing people together. And so companies that have those types of values are going to be the companies that uh, we're looking to partner with and have already been the ones that have kind of approached us on um, 
provoked. Uh, so there's there's a couple different ways we're raising money for this. One is the is the corporate way that we talked about, which we really do think is going to carry most of the kind of do all the heavy lifting. But there are two other areas that we are definitely looking into, and one um, is the exciting and sexy world of grant writing. Grant writing, and we are started on that. Um, we've got that going. Board member for the Wabash Lights NFP, um, and to be completely open to or all disclosing all information, my wife Rebecca, um, Rebecca Fons is um, kind of heading up some of the grant writing there. And um, I like that you had to disclose that, like someone's going to be like, "Wait a minute, wait this a minute. grant's written by his wife." Yeah, what the hell? Well, she's also on the board, so that's why, why I wanted to disclose. Okay, um, but she's 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 legit. She's for real. Uh, she's kind of heading up the grant writing stuff, which is great because it's. Um, Awful writing grants is the worst hell on earth. I think in yeah. my experience. And then the other thing is private. We're we're trying to get some private private donors on board here. People in Chicago or in the world who have the ability to give in a meaningful way. And, and meaningful way could mean honestly five dollars, but it also could be more than five dollars. And you know we should say I think last time we spoke we said we were applying for. We're still waiting on, but we will be a five hundred one c three. So tax exempt organization. Hashtag Giving Tuesday. If you feel like at the end of the year you you uh, have the urge to give, it's the season of giving, um, you will get a tax break That's right. by giving by giving to and us. You can so help us out. And if you already gave to the Kickstarter, you know, we would love to have you give again. Um, if you're listening to this and you don't want to, please you know share this with someone and and let them know because everyone is gets really excited about what the Wabash Lights can be, but we need to get them up. Period, and the only way we're going to, be able to get the lights up is if we have if we have the money. So that's really why we keep talking about fundraising because that's the that's the job right now. And if you want to give, there are a couple ways you can do that. You can reach out to Jack or I directly. It's Jack at Wabash Lights, Seth at WabashLights.com, or there is a section of our website. Click the donate button, uh, and you can do it all right there digitally. Right, and the donate thing, you know, if you if you missed the Kickstarter stuff and you still want the T-shirt or some any of the swag, the stickers, or the button, or anything like that. That well, you can still get that via the donate button. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. So, uh, okay, that's it. So, uh, thanks so much for listening. Uh, if you have any questions, or if you want to ha- have any elaboration on anything that we've talked about, we are trying to make this a transparent process. So, hit us up at the methods that Seth talked about earlier. We'll talk to you soon. All right, bye.